magical that our path should cross. Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. Ask me if I give a shit. Those stories are all lies. Is this a bunch of crap? Get your facts straight. That is one big pile of shit. Welcome. It's another episode of the Silver Motion Podcast. My name uh, is Will. Mine is Steven. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, today we are talking about a movie that shows up on many lists. (laughs) Um, Yes, I suppose it does. Many lists. uh, Lists of the worst movies ever made. This is universally agreed upon by the majority of people that it's one of the worst movies ever made, and uh, it was a big flop when it came out, and it came out in 1986. It is directed by William, and I don't know how to say his last name, but it's something H-U-Y-C-K. Huke? I don't know. Huke? Maybe a... Like Ren Hoke from uh, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I honestly don't know. I've never heard his name pronounced, so I don't know. Yeah. But uh, he directed it. He was. Uh, he went to film school with George Lucas, hmm. uh, along with uh, with his wife Gloria Katz, who co-wrote this movie. Mm. And. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see uh, George Lucas as the producer. Yes, George Lucas is the. The, the the main main uh, producer or whatever the the spearheaded the movie um, somebody's calling me mm-hmm. but uh, it's not Howard the Duck <laughs> so I'm not gonna answer it so yeah uh, so this movie is Howard the Duck um, if uh, that had been on the caller ID I think we'd have to have answered it <laughs> I would have definitely answered it if Howard was calling yes. <laughs> Howie, baby, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, um, William Huke and his wife Gloria Katz uh, also wrote Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom uh, oh, a couple of years okay. before for George Lucas, and together they wrote and directed a horror movie that I really like a lot in the early '70s called Messiah of Evil. Mm. And uh, so they're friends of George Lucas, went to film school together with him, and uh, here they are making this movie for George Lucas. Yeah. All right. Good uh, friends getting together and having fun kind of yeah, movie. Yeah. 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 They, they did other, other stuff with George Lucas, too. They, they co-wrote uh, American Graffiti, George Lucas's mm. uh, second movie. They wrote that with him, and uh, Howard, it's not Howard, but whoever is calling really wants to call me. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not Howard the Duck, so I'm not going to answer. You know, I mean, 
you know, even if it were George Lucas, I think we might have to answer that too. I would definitely answer if it's George Lucas, uh, Georgie baby. <laughs> yeah, no, if it was George Lucas, I would be very happy to talk to him. Um, so yeah, Howard the Duck, one of the worst movies ever made. I, I have mentioned it many times that I am a big fan of this movie. All right, all right. Um, maybe my my tune has changed <laughs> on this recent re- rewatch. I don't know. Oh, you don't even know. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> we shall see. I, I have to figure that out. Yes, that is, yes. that is uh, <laughs> my trial. <laughs> so, but, but uh, Stephen here has never seen the movie. No, I have not. So. Did you know anything about it going in? Uh, just a little bit. I mean... Obviously, I knew it was about a duck. Knew it was about a duck named, named Howard. Named Howard. Yeah. That he was more or less anthropomorphic. Yeah. Um, I knew it was a Marvel comic. I've seen little, like, cover art, I guess, of yeah. comics. I've never read them, but kind of had this, like, I kind of had this idea of it being, like, a comic comedy, kinda, at least in the comic book. Of, yeah. I haven't read any of the comics, but I know that they're very satirical and absurd and yeah, not necessarily the story that's in this movie is from the comics. I don't, I think it's an original story, but mm. it could be from a version of the comics. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So technically being in the Marvel world, I don't know if it ties into like X-Men or anything like that. Or even, well, but. regular Marvel, um, the the universe of Marvel in the comics, Howard the pretty integrated. Yeah, yeah, Howard the Duck is definitely a part of that somewhere in the cosmos. <laughs> right. I don't know how much he actually ties in, but right. uh, so, I know like, that he exists within yes, that world somehow. Does. But I kind of thought of it as more of just a contemporary modern day thing without much in the way of uh superheroes and stuff and yeah yeah i don't know because uh i haven't read the comics but he definitely is in the universe right so that's just my impression of what i thought the comics kind of are maybe but yeah not really experienced with them at all either just kind of a general awareness that they exist did you catch his uh Howard the Duck had a cameo in one of the more recent yeah, Marvel yeah. movies. It was was it Guardians of the Galaxy? Was it was yeah. it was yeah. He yeah, he's like up. in some kind of a <clears throat> menagerie of alien life forms. Yeah, he's at the collector's <coughs> little base there. Yeah, yeah that and was... that's kind of what what he looks like in that is kind of what the comic drawing looks like. The, right. the Howard of this movie is kind of not doesn't really look like the comic. Right. But I I thought the com- the cameo was funny. I'd, I'd heard a lot of people like didn't like that simply because there's such a hatred of Howard the Duck. People don't like Howard the Duck, and I thought, what the fuck? It's just a little, what do you? <laughs> I thought it was great. I don't know why yeah, anybody I mean, has any problem with it, but yeah, I was like, it was just it was funny. What do you want from it? I mean, yeah, like if people are mad about that. They they need to fucking <laughs> take a look at their lives and reevaluate <laughs> what is worth uh, getting angry over because yeah yeah I mean I I thought it was a funny little cameo good little yeah. parting shot and just a, yeah right. I I agree. I agree but yeah so now I've seen the uh, the actual movie you've seen the movie the that duck. caused the hatred yeah yeah which is <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It is a very unusual movie, I'll say that. It is. It is. 
That is definitely a true statement. <laughs> and that is definitely why I think it yeah, is yeah. not liked. Right, because it's... I definitely think it's not the quality of the filmmaking that is what makes it disliked. <laughs> I would agree, because I don't think it's a bad movie. No, because watching it, I was like, well, this is, like they got special effects, they got like cinematography, like yes. they know what they're doing when making this movie. They weren't like... Right. This wasn't like a bunch of like teenagers going, oh, hey, I got a camcorder, let's go make a fucking movie in the backyard. You know, this is... Right. This is a real deal movie full of very competent <laughs> technical merits yeah there's all like just like on the special effects side, it was constantly just like holy shit they're doing a lot of crazy yeah. like stunt work yeah on all that kinds freaking, of like little glider plane whatever the yeah that little ultralight plane i was thinking like oh damn like like this isn't a cg this isn't a modern movie this this it's not cg there's an actual plane flying around that's an there. actual plane yeah and like there's somebody flying it there's somebody dangling off it in the water yes. like, like yes. there's some that's some crazy stunt work there that's not like there's a lot of competent filmmaking going on in here from yes all in, that. yes indeed okay. yes indeed yeah in in terms of Oh, it's the worst movie ever made. It's this is one of those movies where I my my statement of well, you need to see more bad movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you think that this is the worst movie ever made, <laughs> let me give you a list. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I was I was impressed by a lot of it, honestly, in terms of. I mean, it's impressive. The, yes, the I animatronics agree. and the freaking duck head were. <laughs> it's very emotive. It, yeah, it, it has I like, mean, all of its expressions, and he's talking. His little bills moving. And <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> none of that looks janky or messed up or anything, and it all, yeah, it functions from a yeah special effects standpoint. I mean, for 1986, you're not gonna get too much better than that really in terms of yeah i mean in terms of special effects i would say that this uh this movie would be fairly state of the art yeah they certainly spent a lot of money on it <laughs> uh to give you an idea this movie cost uh all like 36 37 Something around there, uh, dollars. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> dollars. <laughs> uh, 36, 37 million dollars in 1986, which is a lot of money. <laughs> For back then, yeah. Uh, to give you an example, the movie Aliens also came out in 1986 and very special effects heavy. Right. That movie cost about 18. Mm, wow. Dang. So a considerable amount of money was thrown at yeah. Howard the Duck. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, wow, that's that is yeah. a lot of money to sink into that one. It it, it in eighty six dollars thirty six thirty seven whatever it was. That's a lot. Uh, that's <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because traditionally, um, like movies back then it was like five ten million was kind of a big deal big special effects like alien yeah okay 18 million yeah and that's why when you look at that even if you inflate that to today's dollars it's only like 30 or 40 million 
mm. only, but still, like in the terms yeah, of like traditional, movies, like two hundred million. Yeah, those plus fucking, or whatever. Yeah, those Avengers movies are like two hundred, two hundred fifty, something like that. And so, when I think about that, I think like, fuck, you could make a physical effects movie like Aliens or or Howard the Duck or whatever, and only spend, you know, twenty, thirty million, forty million, maybe. And like it would be dope. <laughs> it could <laughs> right. be, you know, like. So I just, I don't. I just wonder why uh, more studios aren't, you know, why they don't just uh, take a chance on something like that. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a smaller chance than a two hundred million dollar right epic that flops. You yeah. know, yeah, just uh, I don't know. <clears throat> it seems like a a solid bet. I don't know. Yeah. Alas, yeah. we're where we are. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so this movie cost a lot of money, and it uh, did not make a lot of money. <laughs> right. And so it was, um, within the industry, it's always a big flop, and the people who, you know, were in it couldn't get work, and mm. <laughs> people, you know, it's a kind of a bad, bad scene for all these people. Right. But the actual movie, if you take all of that away and you just watch the actual movie, it's it's, it's fucking entertaining. It, it, it is fucking entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's, a, I God, agree. it's a solid fucking movie. Yeah, it's it is just yeah, I mean you gotta lighten up if you hate this movie. <laughs> That's what I'm it, <laughs> like Yeah. That, I just, agree. I don't know, I, I like I I have like I I have to keep going back to like it's got to just be because it's such a weird movie. Yes, because I can't because that I think is the main reason why people don't like it. Like I can I can under I think it's like just from a narrative structure. It's just doing so many weird things that it, it doesn't it doesn't fit into a simple genre. Like it's, you don't think so? I mean it it's kind of like it's a rom-com but then it like kind of sidetracks into save the world and yeah and then go, and goes back and it's but it's all just so bizarre and yeah i mean i don't know it's i i know what you're saying and maybe that's why i like it so much because it's right, just it, all fucking everything it, <laughs> rolled right, into like one it, movie because it was like i kind of felt watching it like it was this weird journey of a movie where it's like you at first like I, it constantly like I had to change what I thought this movie was as okay. I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Because it starts off and it's showing the duck world. Yes. And I was like, oh man, if this is just going to be an entire movie of just here's the world but with ducks, <laughs> that if the whole movie is going to be oh, this. wow, yeah. I was like, mm, this is going to get real old real fast. <laughs> oh man, I love that duck world shit though. Oh my God. I was just like, if every single joke in this movie is just going to be exactly like the real world except with a duck name. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, like fucking Breeders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> with the fucking duck Indiana Jones? and. Yeah, like the a, fucking WC Fowls, <laughs> My Little Chickadee. No, you know, if if that had been the entire movie, I think that would have gotten really old, yeah. really fast. Rolling but, Egg right. <laughs> magazine. <laughs> so I was like, oh god, they're all, it's just it's just gonna be this. Like, what's gonna like? I would agree that that would get old, but as a tone setting opening, right? 
I, I think it's fucking yeah, it, flawless. It works. it works for what it's doing. It's just I didn't realize what it was doing right, in no. that moment. Yeah, that's interesting. And I then, didn't even know that part. So then he gets sucked off. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now, like, as soon as the chair started, like, flying off into a vortex of God knows what, I yes. was like, oh, now he's going to go to our world and have a, like, okay, I get it now. Right. <laughs> this is going to be a fish out of water story. Or duck out of water whatever you right, right. <laughs> i'm like all right all right I, I i see where it's going now and then it like turns into this weird like rom-com where he's like, <laughs> right, I'm like yeah. okay now it's this weird romantic comedy sure yeah it does it's, do that this, for quite a while yeah like the first maybe not half the movie but like third of the movie or something it's yeah. kind of like it's this typical oh here's this cute girl with a band and her manager's an asshole and it's gonna go through the whole motions of that and in that way it's very generic from a basic structural standpoint yeah in terms of that structure yeah and so i can see i could see like a, a regular dude in the audience just thinking oh this is gonna be this romantic comedy thing but with a duck and people get creeped out by that apparently so right and so it's like thinking, okay, that's that's where this movie's going. So that, then that's my new identity of the movie. And then freaking, like, Jenkins shows up. <laughs> right. And then about halfway through, those scientists come in and and kind of the whole movie just shifts into a different gear. Right. You got that weird freaking, like, Dark Lord thing going on. The, oh, now it's some kind of superhero but not movie. And it's just, like, it just, it constantly just, like, decided to be something else for a while and yeah it it that lack of identity i guess is what throws people off yeah i would say that that throws people off and also the combination of goofy like dumbass humor and adult humor not right. that it's like super adult but like yeah the, you know sh- they they have scenes where it's just like, oh shit, that she's gonna get together with the duck, right? <laughs> and like, I think it's funny. I don't give a fuck. But uh, imagine in 1986, you take your kids to see PG-rated Howard the Duck. You don't yeah. know what the fuck. And then, oh, okay, now, okay, like I could see people getting uh, weirded out by that. Right. I saw it as a kid, and I thought it was fucking cool i didn't think anything of it you know i didn't yeah i mean think about it it didn't seem weird like that i kind of that didn't even surprise me i kind of like even before like looking at anything of it i was like yeah it's probably gonna be some weird duck human romance thing because like it's probably gonna happen just well it just seems it doesn't seem like it's so um it's not like he's a fucking actual duck (laughs) you know it's and there's two sentient beings hanging out and talking and growing like that's not like how many like things like nobody freaks out when like a klingon and a human right fall in love in star trek i mean it's like same bullshit (laughs) that to to me it just doesn't seem like anything beyond that the heart wants what the heart wants and if she wanted a duck god damn it (laughs) she can have that duck (laughs) i mean and how many like movies where we get like uh lady in the tramp where there's like the dogs like why doesn't that freak you out they're dogs oh i mean come on (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. It's like you're going to have this romance story with characters and it's just this fictional little story. What what is that right. even? But people are yeah. strange. People uh, <laughs> yeah, people get bent out of shape about that. <laughs> they and I sure just do. Go whatever. <laughs> right. But yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, of course there's going to be this weird romance thing. You've, you always got to have the little love story and or at least in some sort of sense of rescuing the damsel in distress kind of thing it's yeah you know that's always going to be around somewhere so generally speaking yes that that <clears throat> does show up in quite a few movies so <laughs> her stories or whatever yeah so i was kind of just expecting that to be there yeah so that didn't even phase me <laughs> it was just like yeah of course they're going there, especially with the tone of the humor. <laughs> right, all it totally the movie. makes sense. It, yeah, throughout the with the the way that the movie is set up, and so yeah, I don't see it as even being a surprise or whatever. It just it makes sense. Right, it's just uh, you know people are weird. <laughs> people, yeah. do, you know, and like like the where at the beginning he's looking at play duck <laughs> right. and like stuff like that. You know, whatever. Who gives a shit? It's a, it's a fucking character. He's an adult character. He's looking at his thing, and so I could see parents being like, "Oh, oh, Johnny, don't look." <laughs> but I mean, at the same yeah. time, I saw it when I was a kid, and and it like that stuff didn't even phase me. The shit that like really stuck and burned into my brain is like him hurtling through the universe <laughs> right. on his fucking chair. <laughs> And the the shit at the end where they're in that like uh, whatever the fucking astronomical <laughs> right, base right. whatever with the laser and shit like that's the shit that I remember from seeing it as a kid. Yeah. And and I don't know. Yeah, it's just I don't know. People are weird. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I'm with you on it. Just lighten up. It's not that big a deal. Like, right. What, what? Who gives a shit? What is so, like, offensive about this movie? I don't get it. It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I would say that people like to hate things. <laughs> In general, um, I find that, especially with bad movies, people sometimes will, will watch bad movies and make fun of them uh, as a way to uh, feel better about themselves. Hmm. Because... If you make fun of something, you're 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 better than it, right? And so it's kind of builds them up as people. Maybe maybe that's what it is. As they trash this movie, maybe that is the core reason for all the uh, caustic hatred for things. I see it a lot. I see it a lot. Where it's just like you okay, you watch a lot of bad movies. You clearly don't. You're not enjoying yourself. You're just like being very negative all the time. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I see it a lot. Yeah, there's there is definitely a lot of that. And the internet itself is yeah. sort of a, a cesspool of that kind of shit. And it, I it, don't. It definitely can be. I don't yeah. like it. And so I I I like to. Uh, be a force of good against that. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm not. I'm not liking Howard the Duck without actually liking it. I'm not just right. like, oh, yeah. well, I need to put out the opposite. I, I, I genuinely love this movie. Yeah, it's, it, it is a, 
yeah, it was a it was a weird journey of a movie of just like constantly going from yeah different thing to different thing and changing my perspective of it as it went along. So yeah, and I feel that that shifts of genre is very intentional on their part because like I don't know about the comic, but this movie is very much trying to reference and mm. make use of traditional movie genres like throughout right, right. the whole movie and yeah because i mean it was yeah because it even like dives into like horror there a little bit like with uh the weird dark lord thing that weird... fucking monster and shit yeah, yeah well like even before that when it was like the he's uh <laughs> yeah when the, he's the, got <laughs> The, the tongue thing, thing yeah. Out, it was yeah. just like, oh man, now it suddenly turned into a horror movie. And yeah, it's yeah. just like <laughs> Yeah. But there's just all these references peppered into other movies like the two thousand one and fucking mm. Western duels and all kinds of oh, yeah, tons yeah. of shit. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like in the the final part where he's got the gun against the crazy evil dude and he like yeah. just walks out with his tattered up cloak and I'm like oh it's like a western duel going on yeah like he's about to draw a gun but he's right. just a crazy dude with powers yeah and all that stuff is intentional i mean there's tons of film noir stuff and hard-boiled detective kind of oh yeah yeah stuff yeah. and just yeah that whole opening feels like it's going to be some kind of private eye kind yeah. of a yeah a thing where it's introducing them and stuff and yeah, and so I get the sense that that maybe the comic is uh, a little bit like that, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I never read it, so I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh... But I do know that the guy who created Howard the Duck um, said that the movie, while the movie changes things, because I know that the the character of Howard the Duck is much more unlikable mm. in the actual comic and more rude and not right. not uh, really. as likable as heroic or necessarily as he is in this movie mm-hmm. but um, the the creator Steve Gerber said that uh, he felt that the movie and the, the characters were were true to their comic versions in, in spirit mm. whether they, you know they changed things but he, f- he felt that they captured the spirit because those those Beverly the main girl and and Howard are a thing in the in the comics mm-hmm. I don't know about the other guys but yeah yeah it's definitely uh yeah it's a, a weird interesting jumble and that's that's the kind of stuff I like is when it's like giving me something i've never really seen before yeah and and this movie does a lot of that yeah it's just like and maybe on an individual moment by moment basis it's nothing particularly new it's like you say it's playing off of a lot of other things but it's just combining it in ways you don't expect yeah and that's what's fucking awesome about this. yeah it's it's, so it's like constantly being like what we're doing this now okay (laughs) yeah i love how it plays against certain things like like when the scientist Jennings gets, uh, you see, like, oh shit, he's he's uh, infested by the dark or- overlord. Yeah. <laughs> and then where do they do? They they go to a fucking diner. 
<laughs> and what a fucking diner that was. Cajun sushi. I mean, Cajun sushi. And I love what I love about that diner is that <laughs> they had little Japanese headbands. Yeah, I fucking love they had that. the fucking Japanese headbands. But they're in like this total like Midwestern like. Yeah, it's like a fifties diner. Yeah, it's just but with Japanese headbands, and they have sushi and beer and whatever. Well, what I love about that diner is that there's like a whole story, like a backstory there that's immediately apparent when you see the place. You're like, okay, Cajun and sushi is clearly a sign over something else. <laughs> You're right. And then later I was noticing, I've never noticed it before, but the Cajun part of the sign and the Cajun is its own thing and then sushi is like a sign on top of that next to it. But behind that in the lights but it's not lit up it's like italian <laughs> restaurant and then the restaurant itself is like a 50s diner which is its own thing so it's just this thing that's changed hands and changed cuisines and it's such a fucking like it's small little detail that it just Man. adds such a richness oh. to that location and i i just fucking love it oh yeah it's so fucking funny, yeah. <laughs> that was definitely just... I didn't know what was going on with that place, but just it was just so <laughs> surreal. <laughs> like, like, it seems so normal, and yet like in com like things combined in such a jumbled way that it yeah. made no sense. But kind of like the movie itself is kind of like everything right. feels familiar, and yet... like what are they doing here? Right. It's just unique and like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like, they're trying to cook fucking Howard and uh, just, I don't know. Just yeah, wild, man. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of, uh, uh, Toxie going to Japan and, and throwing that one guy. In the yeah. Top <laughs> it is a little bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he put him in the hot tub, yeah, yeah he just yeah. makes that soup and throws a bunch of fucking celery and shit in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, stick a thing of celery in Howard's mouth or something. <laughs> they do, yeah, they do. Uh, but, yeah, and just freaking Jenkins in general just was hilariously weird. Like, He's awesome. I love that actor, Jeffrey Jones. Mm. He's in tons of shit, and uh, man, I just I love him. I can't think of other. Sh I mean, he's in Ferris Bueller, but I don't like that movie. So <laughs> <laughs> there's other fucking movies that he's in that I know uh, that I love. But uh, I just I love that whole that whole diner scene was like because okay because when I was watching this movie, I had laundry going, so I okay. was like I was like oh, I've got a you know, stop about halfway through and go and you know, switch the load of laundry and whatever. And then, like, yeah. then, then that freaking diner scene came up and I totally forgot about that <laughs> until that diner scene was over. I'm like, Oh shit, I gotta go. To <laughs> like, it just wasn't, I was like, Oh shit, I gotta pause it. And <laughs> <laughs> just sucked in by the, the magnetic power of Howard. Yeah. That, that, that scene was where it all just congealed into one glorious what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> it's a great scene. And yeah, cuz that's where where that's where he really starts to like realize his powers and shit where he right. starts fucking <laughs> like his eyes start going and blows and, up that fucking ketchup bottle and stuff. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> 
the whole conversation on the way there in the car where he's all like flipping out. <laughs> yeah, and that's trying great. to drive. And... It's fucking awesome. <laughs> he's just like, I'm going to destroy the world. They're like, what the fuck is it? Like, stay on the road. And <laughs> uh, just. I th- I think probably my favorite line in there entirely is when Beverly's trying to stop them from cooking Howard and says something about how she loves him or something, and then Jenkins just looks like, you barely even know him. (laughs) And it's not even the line, just the look she gives him as he says it. Like, what? You just said that? That one moment just encapsulates everything that this movie is doing of just like, crazy evil demon lord thing and like kind of dumb rock star girl and and a freaking anthropomorphic duck getting cooked in a 50s (laughs) diner that serves sushi (laughs) Uh, these weird like asshole rednecks and yeah it was just like (laughs) just like everything just was just right there in that one moment of (laughs) this is crazy and I love it. Yeah. I was that was some good stuff right there. <laughs> it is. It is. It's fucking I swear to god this movie I if it was uh if people would uh open their hearts and minds to <laughs> Howard, I feel like it would be a much more liked movie. I just feel bad for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do too. It's, it's, it's fucking <laughs> funny. It's super fun and entertaining, and just like wild, fantastic special effects. Like, oh man, mm. this is so yeah. fun. This yeah, is also it, the first Marvel movie to be released theatrically. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, this is a fucking trendsetter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got the. Uh, Definitely got a, a humorous edge that uh, the modern Marvel movies are always trying for a kind of a humorous approach to things. But yeah, not quite as, as not, humorous not, as this. Yeah, but. Not, not quite the same way, not to the degree, <laughs> but they're always trying to put in that kind of yeah, that kind of snarky humor right. touch to it. That's how most Marvel comics are in general. Yeah, um, not so much X Men, but. Uh, fucking most most marvel shit has like a layer of comedy that's that's right what i always enjoyed about that yeah i think i'm mostly familiar with x-men so maybe not as uh... yeah x-men are a little bit more serious yeah but e- even they had some weird comedy things that yeah were really goofy at times so well there you go fucking yeah it's marvel so it doesn't surprise me but... yeah yeah trying to remember what specific weirdness was going on but i seem to recall when uh jubilee joined the x-men it was that they were just some of the other girls on the x-men were like let's just go to the mall <laughs> i do have, remember there's some mall scenes an yeah. issue where they just like they just decide to go to the mall just because and there's an entire issue of let's just go shopping <laughs> And then Jubilee just got accidentally sucked into their, like, wormhole that teleported them to the mall in the first place. And then she's just living like this freaking, like, rat (laughs) under the rafters in their base. And (laughs) they're just like, ah, I wonder where all the food's been going. Like, who's eating all this? (laughs) It was just like, what? That's how she joined? What? (laughs) 
Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I remember that being a very uh, odd and kind of goofy comedic part of the... Yeah. Uh, that, that did kind of stand <laughs> out from the other stories that were going on in X-Men, but... <clears throat> Yeah. Well, Howard the Duck is uh, very silly. It is. <laughs> it is. I enjoyed it. Did you? You, you found it humorous as well. I, I did. <laughs> it was. I uh, fucking love it. It was a movie that kept getting better as it went. Yeah. It. It's like. It's like okay, this is kind of fun. I, I can get into this, and it's like, oh man, this is getting really good. And by the end, I was just like. <laughs> Like, oh shit, this movie. It really hits its stride about halfway through. Right. When, when, when Jennings, Jennings comes in. Comes into and, it, yeah. yeah. And then, and yeah, because it becomes um, like almost like a series of set piece after set piece, like the fucking diner and the, the, the plane chase yeah. thing and the, just the, uh, uh, all that shit. The power plant and. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love how much Jenkins is just like this freaking asshole, and like, like he just knows he's unstoppable, so he just doesn't care. <laughs> when he's the Dark Overlord, yeah, like just weird thing. Like he could do things just so different. Like he even stops for the freaking like weight inspection or smog check whatever the heck that was on the side of the road like yeah like why did he even stop i think he just stopped just because he wanted to fuck with them <laughs> like he, just, he was just like ah this will be fun let's just stop and just like piss these people <laughs> off yeah i could see that like it just seems like he was just intentionally because i was sitting there like why is he even doing this why doesn't he just drive past and blow up anyone chasing him I'm, I'm like no he just wants to be a dick <laughs> like in the diner too like he could have done just like yeah. blown it up and walked away and no, no he's like taunting people and <laughs> just like <laughs> he's having fun What's life without a little bit of fun? Even if you're a dark overlord from the nexus of Simonius or whatever the fuck they said. Right? Uh. I love that shit. And like when he goes to the, the nuclear plant to get power, he fucking takes the tour. He doesn't right. just like, he could just go exactly. in. Exactly. That was another part where it was just like, okay, he's just doing this deliberately. He just takes the fucking tour like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, they're having a tour. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> he just says like the creepiest shit to people for like no reason. <laughs> it's just like whatever it was, like hundred million kilowatts. He's just like yeah. yeah. And they're just like okay. Yeah, and he doesn't even like just go in right then. He just fucking <laughs> stares at it like a like kid at the candy store. I love it, and his fucking voice is so great. Yeah. It's that weird fucking voice that he does. Oh, uh, man. I love, I love that they're, they're just ignoring him at first. Like, okay, Jenkins, whatever. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's just get, let's just have some food, get you a beer. <laughs> yeah. We'll sort this out. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. 
Uh, so you, that freaking ending when he turns into the freaking monster and it's yeah. all like stop motion. Yeah. Crit, like I was like, holy shit! Now it's doing this. <laughs> it was. Yeah. That was freaking crazy and that's incredible stop motion right yeah that was really good it's <laughs> like fucking damn. incredible i love it yeah um stop motion by phil tippett the, one of the greatest stop motion animators to ever stop motion animate <laughs> he did the uh he do, he worked on on star wars as well he did the uh Oh, little rank. chess scene and the rancor okay. and uh, you know yeah. it was kind of reminding me of the rancor when it was there is kind of a, a a similarity to that yeah. yeah not really in design but there's something about it yeah, that just, just kind of has that the feel. way it moves yeah. it just it felt like it was right out of that rancor scene yeah i agree i <coughs> feel that but this thing is kind of like this weird sort of scorpion ish thing but it has hands that has like fucking tentacles coming out of its hands and yeah, all kinds of yeah. wild shit yeah I just it's so so it's like it's got all these little appendages and they're all moving while yeah. you know all at the same time it's so like well animated right and it's mouth has like multiple hinges or something yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. mouth is just all like it's wild it's like, holy shit that it's thing. so wild yeah and such such great great animation yeah, that was that was a very impressive part of the film. <laughs> that I think the plane is where it was like, dang, this movie's got some production value, and then that came I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like, yeah, I pulled know. out all the stops on this thing. Yeah, like <clears throat> when I I saw it as a as a kid, but then I I didn't see it until just like maybe two two three years ago. Mm-hmm. again and like so i had forgotten all the the intricacies you know yeah it's great uh i don't know do we have another thing to talk about or? um yeah a little uh, rock concert at the end how'd you like that <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> is that not the perfect fucking cap off to this movie? yeah it was like oh man I swear to God, like if every movie ended with a a, a little rock and roll theme song like that, I yeah. think I would like every movie a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and um, did you catch the the little reference during that scene? Um, probably not. I don't think so. Have you seen Back to the Future? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while, but yeah. So Beverly is played by Leah Thompson, who is uh, Marty McFly's uh, girlfriend in in oh, okay. in the Back to the Future movies, not in the third movie okay. or this. Maybe she's only in the first movie. I don't remember, but she plays the mom also mm. in in those movies as she, you know they go back in time and stuff. Right. Anyway, she's in those, and so this mm. was the next year after that first movie had come out. Oh, okay. So, and in the middle of that trilogy. if you look at Howard the Duck and what he's wearing, he's wearing okay. the clothes that um, Marty McFly is wearing during the yeah. Enchantment Under the Sea dance mm-hmm. when he plays Johnny B. Good mm-hmm. with the band. And so right. when Howard plays with the band, he, ha- he has the, the same clothes. Huh. I did not <laughs> notice that. <laughs> But yeah, he was kind of dancing around on the stage, kind of like he Marty does. does and... He does. He does the 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 patented uh, Chuck Berry duck walk uh, <laughs> with uh, the one foot up, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. And 
which uh, I believe Marty does as well. And and there's a whole Chuck yeah. Berry thing because it's a Johnny B. Good's Chuck Berry song, and in the in Back to the Future, <clears throat> that's supposed to be like Chuck Berry's cousin or whatever because he calls Chuck Berry on the phone and <laughs> you gotta listen to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, another layer of like stuff. Uh, you know, this movie is just kind of. Uh, filled with shit like that yeah and so it's yeah. it's just another layer of fun it's just like i don't know it's fun i enjoy it it's a fucking rock and roll scene at the end mm-hmm. fucking howard the duck theme song yeah oh just the craziness of it where he's just like does a little like butt waggle at the crowd there at the end and the girls are all like reaching yeah, yeah. Just like, what the hell? i love it <laughs> trying to get a little feather yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah there was uh yeah but yeah that was just a fun little scene of them just kind of dancing around on the scene this the stage just yeah. having fun it's fucking awesome yeah yeah it's so. just yeah it's awesome i love it and it's just it's it's, it's like a, it's fun. A, a perfect fucking 80s movie it's yeah. fun as shit it has great physical effects tons of 80s lightning oh yeah yeah that's a lot of that good old uh... yeah it's just like i don't know what's not to like <clears throat> yeah and he had that like fake scientist kid who was like the the intern or whatever he was you know the, what the, I, the, he's the not janitor the yeah right right whatever the heck his job title was but. he's fucking awesome i love him he's fucking hilarious but it's it's more like it's funnier now. You probably don't know who he is, but he, he, the actor is Tim Robbins, and he is in a lot of movies, and he has become a very dramatic actor. Mm. I mm. believe he won best uh, whatever actor, best actor. Is that what they call it? <laughs> best actor? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, he's won Oscars. He's uh, the star of. Shawshank Redemption and you mm. know very prestigious guy mm. and uh in in the 80s he did some comedies <laughs> I don't think he did comedies after when he was a little bit older but it's so funny to go back and see him just being this fucking goofball uh like <clears throat> that scene when he first meets Howard Oh yeah, and then yeah. he he like he's like holy fuck, this is it, this is amazing, and then he runs in, <laughs> he runs into that like, to that meeting yeah. with all like the the, the esteemed <laughs> scientists and shit of the of the museum, <laughs> and he's just like all excited, and he's like nothing, <laughs> and he just fucking leaves. That's just brilliant. Uh, I love it. He's like always into these weird conspiracy theory kind of yeah. things and just going off on that. He's so great. He's yeah. just just a ball of manic fucking energy. Yeah. He's awesome. And it's so, it's like the exact polar opposite of everything that he's in that <laughs> I know him from. And, <laughs> and so it's just, it just adds another layer of like, holy shit. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, I, I love that they they meet him again after the diner. Howard bumps into him after the diner scene. Yes, he's just like, oh man, like Jenkins is possessed by this like demon. He's gonna like conquer the world, and the guy doesn't even like 
question it. He's just like, he doesn't even like, not not a moment's hesitation. He's like, oh shit, we got to do something. Just like, like after the whole like scene where they're just like, yeah, whatever Jenkins, just calm down. <laughs> like you're not like, and then they're like, oh shit, it's real. Like, like they had to be convinced, but this guy, nah, he is on board. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's definitely, he's open to it, you know? Yeah. It's a... I feel, yeah, because he's, he's a believer. Right. And then the moment that he sees Howard, he's just like, oh shit, it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fucking greatest uh, dreams have been realized. Like, yes. And then, yeah, so then whatever the next step is didn't give a fuck he's on board <laughs> right whatever the duck says must be truth <laughs> uh i love how he goes through the whole evolution of the duck and how it's oh just like God. yeah yeah this is every freaking school kid what are you doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we all know this <laughs> but those fucking drawings of like the cro-magnon duck and right. neanderthal duck and shit <laughs> Uh, I love it so much. It's just such a... It's a rich movie filled with so much. Right. It's just so goddamn oh, entertaining. freaking job store center with <laughs> Yeah, when he goes to the employment office? Yeah. She doesn't give a fuck that he's a duck. <laughs> That's what's so great about it. It's just like... It's Howard the Duck. He's this crazy... You know, the absurd thing coming from another planet which did you uh, did you notice that his planet is a fucking oval like egg oh <laughs> it's not even like a sphere <laughs> i did not notice that <laughs> it's very quick i don't think i saw it the last time uh. but <laughs> but yeah like uh you got this guy he's a duck you know we're, we're gonna have a crazy adventure no, we're going to go to the employment office. <laughs> no, we're going right. to make him be a fucking towel boy at a hot tub place. <laughs> and it's so, That's what's so fucking great about it. It's just like, at every turn, it's surprising. And uh, just, yeah. it's just fucking fun. Yeah, it's just... <clears throat> yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. And people are just confused by it, I guess. And... Yeah, people. It's a challenging movie, I guess. If you if you're watching uh, mainstream movies and you're not yeah, used to shifting genres and tones and things, but yeah, kind of. It was a discussion we had before, probably on one of the podcasts a while ago of yeah. uh, of trailers and that like people want to like know the arc yes. of the story a lot from of the trailer yes. and the, like and people you talk to somebody i guess who just was like i don't know i don't want to i don't know if i want to watch this movie after that like without like knowing the arc ahead of time right yeah that was with the inception trailer because the first trailer of that just shows a lot of random abstract parts of that movie with no connection and then just as inception and coming soon or whatever and i was like i'm on board <laughs> done <Right. laughs> i don't need to see anything else yeah yeah and, and i think there is like there's that kind of attitude with this being like such a shifting movie you don't 
yeah. have that normal arc that people are probably looking for. Yeah. And so they go into it thinking, uh, okay, it's going to be a duck superhero movie maybe because it's a Marvel movie or something. <laughs> and they think, oh, it's a Marvel comic. X-Men and Iron Man, they'll be a superhero movie. And then it's not, but then it kind of sort of turns there. And Yeah, I don't know if that... <laughs> if that superhero expectation would have been there in 86 yeah, I, because yeah, that's like the only real like superhero movie where the oh yeah that would all have been of, before batman even. yeah that all of been, the yeah, superman yeah. movies all of no maybe not the fourth one but at least the first three superman movies had come out before this yeah but there probably wasn't much else in superhero kind of movies at all. I don't think there was hardly anything at all. Um, yeah, so, so like, I don't think that... I don't even yeah. know that they say anything about Marvel Comics in the no, I don't credits do. or anything. I mean, they might I mean, on it's the It's got to be, like, mentioned that it's based on Marvel I'm comics. I'm sure it or, is, But yeah. that's, like, the fine print part of the right. credits that nobody really pays attention to. Yeah, so I don't know that there would have been that expectation, but yeah. I don't know what the trailer people, looked no. like or whatever, but, right. yeah, it's just, I don't I think know. it's on that Blu-ray. I didn't watch it, but... Yeah, it probably was. They, pro they probably plastered George Lucas's name on it, and so mm, I assume... So maybe gave a Star Wars kind of an expectation. Yeah. Or a Raiders right. of the Lost Ark kind of... Right. So I assume there might have been some expectation yeah. with then that. You, then you get into it. But even in, like just getting into it, you go, oh, okay, it's going to be a romantic comedy. And then it changes on right, you. And right. Like it, it throws your, your idea of <clears throat> how the plot is going to go. And it just throws a curveball on that. And right. And that's fucking why i like it yeah that's it like for most people that's just kind of like it makes them unsatisfied or something and for me that's like oh cool it did something different that's yeah awesome. yeah <laughs> and that's and see that's when when i would think about movies um to show you and specifically like oh i like to watch these bad movies or whatever people think this movie's bad so i like to watch it and and so i thought like well i pretty i have a pretty good idea that steven will like howard the duck <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like uh, just knowing what it is and knowing steven like i don't see how that's not really gonna work maybe it'll be a little slow at the beginning but yeah <clears throat> but um yeah i don't know average people just can't take howard the duck you know and the, hey more howard the duck for me <laughs> uh yeah, the uh, oh, you know what I, I I was thinking. You talk a lot about 1986 as being yeah, yeah, it's a, a, a banner year for movies. Yeah, in your there's uh, there's a lot of uh, classics that uh, were formative to me from 1986. Yes, like Aliens and Transformers and Echo right. and I think it was Fist of the North Star was. Yeah, I think you said that was 86. Yeah, it's either that or Vampire Hunter D, and oh, both okay. of those were pretty... They were like one... One was 85, and the other was 86, and they're both by the same director. Oh, okay. So, they kind of... Well, I found out an interesting tidbit when I was looking at stuff on the internet for this movie. Hmm. This movie came out the week before the Transformers movie. Oh, hey. Well, I know which one I was seeing in the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Not Howard the Duck. No, no. Oh, um. 
Well, but, yeah, you could have seen them both. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have. Just think, when you were seeing Transformers in the theater, Howard the else, Duck was playing yeah, just, just a, a few screens away, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would I have enjoyed it at five years old or whatever? <laughs> Do you think you would have enjoyed it? I don't know. I know I saw it like when I was like six or seven. I was little. I don't mm. like it. I was too little to remember much of anything about it other than these like, right, sort of vague. Yeah, I I certainly wouldn't have pictures. remembered anything because I don't. I think if that had been the only time I'd seen Transformers was when it was in theaters, I wouldn't have remembered anything about it. Yeah, but do you remember anything else like uh, that you saw in theaters around that time or? Uh, no. I think the oldest movie I can remember seeing in a theater would have been probably like Terminator 2. And that's like Terminator 2. That's, yeah, that's like 90s. Yeah, so it's like 91. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I don't think I can remember going to a theater much before then. Wow, really? Wow. I mean, I'm sure I did, but like what I saw that, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. My my memories of yeah, man, the eighties are this. not very strong. I guess so. <laughs> they're uh, they're rather faded. And, uh, wow. Poor eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember being in the theater for Transformers at all? I don't really remember being in the theater. I just I know that you I know did, you were there like, yeah. factually as right. a, I was seeing it then. But you don't actually remember it. Okay. No. Of course, I saw it so many freaking times on VHS that right. that would have overwritten whatever theater memories I have of it. But did you see uh, Tim Burton Batman in the theater? Hmm, I don't know. That's eighty nine. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like movies that. Yeah, I have no idea. When I, I I assume I first saw that on VHS, but I okay. don't know. Huh. I'm actually not sure on that. I mean that that doesn't seem like a surprising one to watch in the theater yeah, so, yeah i don't know that was a big deal that movie was fucking huge yeah, yeah. when it came out huh I'm, well maybe you, you maybe you didn't go to the theater maybe you only went like know. a couple times May, and maybe so it's not, yeah maybe maybe i never went that much i mean i kind of have vague memories of like you know popcorn and theater, yeah. theater seats but not okay. like what i was not the actual movie watching much yeah maybe you were you were uh, just more into the popcorn. You were, like whatever maybe. the movie was was like whatever. Maybe <laughs> I got this popcorn. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> maybe <laughs> oddly enough, that is actually the the thing I remember the most about watching Terminator Two in theaters was the, <laughs> the popcorn. Because uh, apparently, like oh, I think what was it, it was a uh, because we got a big thing of popcorn, got a little bag of Skittles, got a cup of so probably i think it was sprite and, was, and I, yeah it, it was like too much and i had to throw up and then oh jesus <laughs> and so <laughs> it was a good thing the popcorn bucket was empty because oh my god <laughs> now was it was it like uh, a goonie situation where you were like <laughs> and then you like threw it over the side <laughs> no and then no, everybody no. started puking on each other nah, no 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 it, it stayed in the bucket <laughs> oh man Man, that's a fucking memory. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. So, uh, 
That, that was T2 in theater. <laughs> in the middle of T2? Yeah. Oh, in the, Jesus. In the middle of the movie. Just, oh, okay. oh God. <laughs> Did you stay for the rest of the movie? Do you remember? Uh, I think so. <laughs> oh, man. Just with a bucket of puke next to you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we did with it. <laughs> I imagine somebody <laughs> I took it to a trash outside, can or yeah. something. But... Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I definitely saw the rest of that movie in the theater. It's not Holy like I fuck. didn't see the ending or something. I, I apparently missed a few minutes in the middle somewhere, I'm sure. But <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that was a wow. That was a little too much for my little kid stomach to take. Hasta la vista, Skittles and popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! Wow. Well, I see why you remember going back <laughs> to CT too. <laughs> so that one stuck in my head. Others not so much. Jesus. Yeah, I don't remember too many. Uh, Man, actual specific theater trips. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, only other one I can really think of specifically is uh yeah, the next one would probably have been Jurassic Park. Yeah, well I don't even remember what year that is. That's nineties. It's ninety also. something, yeah. God, I rem- like ninety three maybe? Something. I do remember George Lucas mentioning it in some uh special features about the prequels and that he saw Jurassic Park and said oh special effects are there I can make my new Star Wars movies because like like I guess after the original trilogy he was like oh he wasn't satisfied with the special effects he wanted to do more than what the technology could do at the time and then Jurassic Park was like oh we can totally do this now that kind of was a big big effects movie because they had the uh um like the T-Rex CG raptors yeah, and yeah. stuff, and all yeah, the raptors and the. But see, like that T Rex, they built that fucking T Rex, right? Right. That's a live. <laughs> that I mean, have yeah, from what I've heard is like sometimes it's CG, sometimes it's the real. Like they yeah, they switched, they used the, both for a lot of things in there, and would there go, are like there they are would look some. at each shot and say, okay, in this yeah. specific shot, a CG would. Right. function better in this specific shot the animatronic is going to work better yeah I mean there's like parts like towards the end when he when the T-Rex is in the, the lobby and he does that big roar and the fucking banner like falls to the ground right. like that's CG but a lot of that shit when he's right when he's uh, tearing up the jeeps and stuff when they're mm-hmm. all stopped in front of his cage like that's all almost all if yeah, it's not yeah. all fucking animatronic gigantic t-rex it's so fucking dope i love it yeah but yeah there is like full cg raptors and t-rex and all that stuff here and there and right. so yeah it was he, used very sparingly and, yeah. and specific shots and were very it, well it, done yeah when yeah. it was uh, and t2 kind of the same thing that used the cg very sparingly yes. and very specific points where it yes. was kind of it needed. makes a fucking impact I yeah mean, yeah 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 those yeah and that's probably i mean t2 was like what 91 and then i think jurassic park was 92 93 i don't know maybe something i don't know like i want to say i'm trying to think because i know i was in sixth grade i think i was in sixth grade anyway i know i was at that elementary school that i was only there for fourth fifth and sixth and I remember um, 
I was friends with with Uncle Jasper's brother and Evan and and he saw it like what like when it came out or the weekend it came out or something and nobody else had seen it and like everybody gathered around him <laughs> while he regaled us with the stories of Jurassic Park and it, and it was just everyone like the whole it was a big group of like 10 15 kids and we were all like whoa and he was telling us all this shit that happened and we were like oh shit i want to see that <laughs> it was so fucking fun it's like this burned memory into my brain because it was just such such excitement about like yeah. oh fucking he saw jurassic park <laughs> It was so uh, fucking yeah, cool. Was, so whatever year that was, yeah, that, that was a big deal movie too. Dude, that, that movie was, was dope. Yeah. It still is, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, I think I o- I've only seen it that once in the theater. Too. Oh Jesus! I think that's the only time I actually watched it. A week was. <laughs> what you doing, man? Come on, <laughs> gotta watch Jurassic Park again. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. You know what was weird is that like years later, like I was hanging out with some friends or something, they were listening to this music and I was like, damn, this music is so fucking familiar. Like I know this fucking like I had no idea where to put it, but it was just like yeah. I've heard this somewhere before. And then he said it's like, Oh yeah, it's from the Jurassic Park soundtrack. And I'm like, oh. What the fuck? I haven't seen that movie in like a decade. Like like how did like it, it was still just Still this. in your brain. Yeah, I was like, dang. That music is awesome. Yeah, I love that. That score is really good. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Wow. You heard it here first. Jurassic Park, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to write that one down, folks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, make that the uh, the double feature. Howard the Duck and Jurassic Park. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I, I, I don't I, know what order they should go in. Maybe... Yeah, I don't know if you want. Yeah, I would say probably Howard first. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Howard may be more of a late night movie though. So yeah, I don't know. Depends it's on a... depends on the the crowd, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I'm kind of feeling Howard second myself. You're feeling Howard second, yeah. That's a. Yeah, that, you don't want to. Like, uh, yeah, that would get me in too lighthearted a mood, and then you're going into and then, the drama. Yeah. And I, I don't know feel like uh that's true having that big dramatic scary thing and then kind of winding down and relax afterwards (laughs) that seems like a good i agree (laughs) it is yeah set in stone it's a jurassic park (laughs) howard the duck marathon howard second yeah so if you're gonna watch the two you have to watch them in that order Write in, tell us your experience. Yes, the, please the do. Double feature. <laughs> please do. Yeah. Um, well. Do we have anything else about Howie? Old, old ducky? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's uh, fun. Silly. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. Do you feel it's the worst movie ever made? <laughs> if this is the worst movie ever made, I need to watch more. I need to watch more movies if this is the worst. Yeah. Because they're, if this is the bottom. There's, if it's only up from here, yeah. like, I've been missing out. <laughs> yeah, this movie won the uh, the, uh, the 
the the Razzie of the, the year. The Razzie. Yeah. It won like multiple Razzies yeah. as the uh, worst movie of the year and worst whatever the fuck and worst this guy and that guy. Yeah. I don't know, but I know it won worst film. But it shared the title with Under the Cherry Moon, the the Prince's second movie, mm. which is not uh, not a great movie, but. It, Howard is definitely better than that movie, but I like Prince, so I kind of like it. Mm. <laughs> the soundtrack to that movie is fucking great. But, uh, yeah, so they shared 1986, uh. shared the worst movie award. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure I could name multiple 1986 movies that I would... Right lower, yeah. I would say are worse than both of those movies, but right, not probably. off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, well. well, Stephen, you made it through Howard the Duck. Yep. You enjoyed it. Hopefully, we inspire more people to take a chance on Howard. Yeah. Like a bird learning to fly, you know, it has to take <laughs> that first leap to find its wings, and hopefully we inspire some people to... Take that leap with Howard. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. I love how he's a flightless. Like, right. They evolved past wings, and so he's, right. like, f afraid of fucking flying. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, find yeah. your inner <laughs> fucking wings or some shit that Jim Robbins says to him. Like, deep down, and right. find your instincts. <laughs> he lands on the ground. He's like, oh, "Great, we're not, we're not flying anymore." It's like, "That's what my instincts told me." <laughs> this is my nesting instinct. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's a great movie. More people should watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had that that great little line of, uh, "It's like if if God wanted us to fly, He wouldn't have taken away our wings." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Howard. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It is a fun one. It is, in terms of the the movies that I can think of that I love that are on the worst movies of all time, you know, sort of Rolodex, I, I would say that this is easily the 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 best of the, yeah. you know, like, in terms of filmmaking, like, this one is an easy pass like oh yeah this is actually a good movie right if you know something like troll 2 or mac and me it really starts to get a lot more questionable <laughs> the deeper that you go into right. that that manos the hands of fate shit like that <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, those are for another day maybe yeah, yeah. Perhaps <laughs> Stephen does not look too enthused. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've not had uh, enjoyable memories of Manos, but yeah. Well, we don't necessarily have to go there, but yeah. uh, anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, adios. All right, see ya. You'll never be the master of Tiger Power. All right, we got some feedback here. It's uh, from our old friend Nick, who is uh, going under the moniker DeCellis. I believe that's his last name, but like Lon Chaney is the man with many with a thousand faces, I think they call him. Uh, Nick, the man with a thousand names. <laughs> <laughs> so is it his last name? Is it not? 
I don't know, but uh, the world will continue to guess <laughs> along with us. So uh, he writes in relation to the episode on Metropolis. Mm. Which Metropolis? Mm. Do you think I mean when I say Metropolis? Mm. Take a guess. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, I'll go with the Fritz Lang one. All right, that is correct. Fritz Lang Metropolis it is. <laughs> so he says, Bonjour, fellas. Watched The Complete Metropolis last Saturday because of your dandy podcast here. Yeah. How do you feel about that being called a dandy podcast? Mm -hmm. That's pretty good praise there. It makes me feel uh, kind of <laughs> like a high class gentleman. <laughs> yeah, it's a fancy. Yeah, and that's cool. Get some uh, pomp and circumstance here. There we go. Personally, Nick uh, goes on, personally, I own the restored authorized edition. I believe that's the one that that was like the most uncut mm. until the complete one, but I'm not sure, but I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyway, he owns that one, and although neat, uh, have always had a difficult time getting through that version completely, probably due to my extensive video editing background. And it makes more sense after reading how they were able to sync up the pacing and scene structure to the nearly full discovery of the original cut in Argentina. Thanks, Wikipedia. We also mentioned that on the episode, too. Yeah. Um, anyways, pretty cool seeing it almost all together. Still, though, for the 100-year anniversary, they should definitely put the footage through Peter Jackson's They Shall Not Grow Old Magic Computer Laboratory. <laughs> And make it all look really brand new. Do you know about that? Peter Jackson. Uh, no. Peter Jackson, his newest movie is a documentary called They Shall Not Grow Old. It's a documentary on World War One, And he took, I haven't seen it, but he took a bunch of uh, footage shot, actual like footage mm -hmm. shot in World War One and restored it and uh colorized i think mm. some of it like like detailed colorization and converted it into 3d so that the idea would be that you could and and i think that they also because it was all silent at that time because it's like 1919 or whatever yeah um i believe they they had like lip readers uh, oh, to, see what the fuck the people were saying so they like uh, added sound to it of what these guys were actually saying huh. and sort of in a way to try to through technology have a, a, a look back into the past and uh, sort of get an experience that we couldn't have had previously and so there's some kind of um, magical like he calls it the magical computer laboratory there's some kind of programs and software and things that they that they developed in the making of this movie for this movie that uh, al allowed them to restore this in an, a ways previously unrestorable or whatever hmm. having not seen it i don't know the specifics um and so so Nick calls for the uh, 
He thinks that the the old fucked up footage of Metropolis because most of it looks pretty good, but the the there are stuff those, from that Argentina that print, are just yeah. not that good. Yeah, he wants it to be thrown through Peter Jackson's uh, thing, and maybe maybe it all looked awesome. Yeah, maybe. And uh, he wonders what they'd be able to do about those two missing scenes towards the finale. Maybe they could just fully CGI that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know that I. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He got me quaking in my boots thinking about that one. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the pointers again, brothers. Here's a handy dandy link that I know for a fact Stephen would enjoy. <laughs> For the original Nosferatu that has been rescored, I I I forgot to look at this link, so I don't know what it's been rescored to. But I have a feeling, based on the episode, that there's rock and roll music. (laughs) But I don't know. Perhaps metal, even. Perhaps. Um, Well, been feeling like Reginald Vell Johnson's Sergeant Al Powell through all these neato comments sometimes. Do you remember uh, Sergeant Al Powell, played uh, by Reginald Vell Johnson? Not from the names. It's a trivia, trivia, nah. <laughs> movie trivia. It's from Die Hard. Oh, okay. Do you remember the uh, the cop? He's the he's Reginald Vell Johnson is is the uh, actor who plays the cop in Die Hard, and he's also the dad on Family Matters, the right. TV show. Okay, yeah. and so. Um, if you remember in Die Hard, they have a kind of relationship through the walkie-talkie. Right, right. They're always it's kind of like chatting. This, yeah. Then he finally shows up, like at the very end of the movie. And, right. Yeah. Right. 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 So uh, Nick has a bit of a feeling through that because yeah, it's we uh, you know yeah. we're broadcasting right. and he's writing and so. Okay. Anyway, that makes sense. I uh, just wanted to make sure that you fully comprehended that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wouldn't have. Guessed by the name, like the <laughs> names would have just gone right by me. Yeah. I had a feeling that that's how it was. Uh, so then he goes on. Maybe y'all could podcast that Shadow of the Vampire, Shadow of the Vampire movie some of these days by E. Elias Merhij. That must be the director of Shadow of the Vampire. I don't remember. I saw that movie a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he signs off Decelles. And I'm staying with this ma nicker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Shadow of the Vampire. That's a that's a movie from the early 2000s, oh, okay. starring Willem Dafoe, um, and it's a movie about the making of. It's a fictional movie about the making of Nosferatu, hmm. where the 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 premise is that. They hired Max Max Shrek Shrek I think is the main guy. Um, the the premise is that they hired him and he's an actual vampire. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe um, maybe if we do Nosferatu, which is a movie that I would like to do, which yeah. I, I don't know if you want to do it. I'd be interested in seeing it. I have and a. I know that's a rather influential. Uh, kind of a early yeah it's the first first adaptation of dracula to the screen yeah 
and a, uh, had a big influence on stylistic choices later on. Yeah, it's a big movie. Big movie. Um, my my initial gut tells me that you might think it's boring. <laughs> Quite possible. But uh, I don't know. Maybe the the power of the of the expressionist filmmaking will will speak to your heart. And maybe yeah, it'll I mean, really it, draw it, you in. Yeah, I, I mean, if it's something like super stylized, sometimes I can just get into that style and presentation. Yeah, and even if the uh, base content is not quite intriguing to me. Right. Because I have a feeling that like the base Dracula story might be boring to you. Because um, I was thinking about like uh, maybe doing like the, the Hammer Dracula movie, and I was like, I don't know. It's kind of like just like the base Dracula story. I don't know if if it's interesting. Or I would say probably Bram Stoker's Dracula, the the Coppola movie, the '90s movie, is probably the the better one if we're gonna just go straight Dracula. But uh, I don't know. Nosferatu is definitely one I want to do. We'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. So maybe if we do that, then maybe we could do Shadow of the Vampire. I don't know. I don't remember liking that movie, so... Mm. I don't know. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's one to revisit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, early 2000s is a little bit of that uh, suspicious time. (laughs) It is. It is. It's not like a mainstream movie, though. It's it's a small, like, indie movie. Hmm. So not that that gives it a pass or anything, but it's it's not. It might not be falling know. prey to the uh, Hollywood yeah. fall it's not, faults yeah. of the time era. It's, so it's not necessarily Hollywood trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and I do like I do like uh, Willem Dafoe. I think uh, Malkovich is in that too. Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but anyway, thanks for the feedback. Yeah, I'm glad you watched uh, the Complete Metropolis and enjoyed it, as we did. Yeah. Um, maybe you'll watch uh, Anime Metropolis. <laughs> yeah, it may be. <laughs> maybe that'll uh, crop up somewhere. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, any other thoughts? Um, no, no, not really. All right. Adios. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>